Good evening, everyone. <clears throat> so um, tonight we're going to do a uh, guided meditation slash reflective exercise developed by Zen teacher Joan Halifax, uh, which is intended to um, encourage us to contemplate our priorities in light of our impermanence and mortality. Um, it's a practice that I uh, have done um, at least two or three times a year for a number of years. And um, it's something that I felt like it was time to do again. And, um, and, and I thought it would be quite wonderful um, to do it with company and to share some of our own experiences and reflections afterwards. Um, so uh, it, it's just um, a series of invitations to imagine certain scenarios um, and then to ask ourselves some questions along the way. Um, Joan Halifax, for those who don't know her, um, is a Zen teacher in Santa Fe, New Mexico, who's devoted her life um, to many things, but especially to working with people at the, um, at the end of their lives. Um, really a pioneer uh, in the world of uh, hospice care, end of life care, both tending to those who are themselves facing their own mortality, but also helping um, to mentor and to train those who um, will accompany people across that threshold. And this exercise is intended for both groups of people. It's a part of a training program that she's developed for people who are caregivers, um, for those who are, are dying. Um, so um, let's just begin. So please get in a comfortable position. And um, I'm just gonna pretty much stick to Joan's text. Um, so uh, I think um, I trust her, her way of, of guiding us through this material. So, um, and I'll try to do it slowly enough to give us each time to um, in her own way, respond to each prompt, each question. But um, there may be, there may be certain questions that you feel like, oh, I need more time for that. And, um, and so just remember, there'll be a recording of this if you'd like to return to this. I'll also share the text of this with people who'd like to contemplate certain of the questions longer, maybe ones that really, really um, sort of resonate with you. So this is meditation contemplating our priorities. The meditation that follows is a way we can explore our priorities, given that death may come at any time. Please do this practice in a spirit of genuineness as you get in touch with your own impermanence in a very personal way. And don't hesitate to do it repeatedly. We may need to remind ourselves of our priorities in light of the fact that we don't know 
when our moment to die will come. Please look at your life and your priorities. What is really important for you to do now? What do you want to complete or to let go of right now? Offer your life to realizing these priorities. Recall that we will all die. Each evening we go to bed and are convinced that we will wake up in the morning. We make plans for the next days, weeks, years, and even our old age. Most of us are probably convinced that we will live until old age. Most of us go to bed with this same feeling. Yet many people do not wake up in the morning, for death has taken them. Now we have the opportunity to really set our priorities. Please let your posture settle and breathe deeply into the body. Imagine that you are an old person on your deathbed. Probably you have more wrinkles on your face, more stiffness in your limbs. Imagine your face as realistically as you can. Imagine that your breath is shallow. Your body is tired and frail. Ask yourself, what goals would you like to have achieved by this stage of your life. 
What was most important for you in sustaining your daily life, your work, your relationships, your creativity, your spirit? What things are around you? And where are you? Who is with you? What do you want your life to be like when you are an old person? Now ask yourself, what can you do today so that you can be fulfilled at the end of your life. What do you need to let go of now to create a life filled with meaning? What do you need to take care of now so that old age may be a little easier and freer? Now imagine that you are 10 years older than you are now and are lying on your deathbed. How old are you? Who is standing? by your bedside. What do you wish to have realized and achieved by this time?
What are your inner and outer goals? What must you do today to achieve these goals? What must you let go of? What is wasting your time? What is important for you to do now? What hinders you from realizing what you really want for your life and the lives of those you love? What can you do today to support a good and peaceful death? Imagine that you are five years older than now and that you are facing your death. Imagine you are peacefully in your bed and have just a few moments more to live. What do you want to have realized? What state of mind will support you in a peaceful death? What can you do now to help you strengthen your mind and heart so that you can bring this strength to your dying?
Now imagine that you will die in one year. You will probably not look very different from the way you do right now. You are lying peacefully in your bed and are prepared to die. What can you do at this moment to support your peaceful death? What gave your life meaning? What would you do differently right now with the thought that you will lose your life in a year? What can you do tomorrow to realize the best death possible? Imagine that you will die in one month. What would you change in your daily life? What do you need to do so you won't leave so many problems behind? What do you need to let go of? What habits do you need to break in order to die peacefully?
which relationships need to be addressed. From whom do you need to ask forgiveness? Who do you need to forgive? What in yourself do you want to nurture at this time? What can you do tomorrow to support a peaceful death? Now imagine that you will die next week. Who do you want around you to share these last moments of your life? Who do you need to talk to about how you want to die and what should happen with your body? To whom do you want to express your deepest love and gratitude this week?
you go to bed tonight, no big deal. As you are falling asleep, you realize you are going to die. What is the most important thing you can do today in light of this possibility? What has been the biggest gift you have received in this life? With whom do you want to share your love for the last time? Now take this love and thankfulness and go back to your breath. Gather this practice in the heart and mind. Experience its essence. in your heart, share this practice with all beings and hope that all beings will transform their fear of death and impermanence so that we can use our lives creatively to foster stability and beauty and to truly be of benefit to others. And now let us just sit for a few more minutes in silence before we bring this practice session to a close.
Okay, everyone. Thank you. I think I um, mostly just want to uh, leave some space for people to share whatever they might want to about the experience of this practice. Um, I think um, Yeah, I mean, I think I have some things that I, I would like to share, but I don't know if I feel like I have to um, start off with that. Um, and, and I think I would be yeah, even more interested. And I think it might be more powerful if people, but just, um, yeah. Share what came up, how this how this was for them. First of all, I want to thank you. Uh, I've look, been looking forward to Tuesday all week, so uh, to come back again. And I don't want to take up too much time. I know there's oh don't don't rush don't rush, Bill. Okay, no, take your time. Yeah. Okay, so um, uh, I'm dealing with some of those issues now today about uh, I have lymphoma, uh, it's reoccurring. I retired a few years ago. Uh, I dealt with kids that had bleeding disorders um, and worked with foundations and um, the children and the pharma companies and in California and Hawaii. And my wife is from Aiken, South Carolina. So I promised her when we retired, we'd come back. I bring her back home. So uh, with the lymphoma and um, settling into this, uh, death is uh, a reality. Uh, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, I, I didn't think twice about it, but I deal with it daily. And uh, what I'm trying to do is uh, to live as joyous as I possibly can. And that is um, giving back to kids and I'm uh, a guardian at Lightem, which is uh, I represent kids in foster care in court. And during the summer, when I was strong enough, I'm probably not strong enough to do it this summer, but hopefully I will be, is that uh, 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 I delivered food to uh, the kids that got free lunches uh, in school. But during the summer, uh, they didn't get it. Sometimes that was the only meal they had. Well, not that I'm naive, uh, or maybe I am, uh, uh, but I never saw so much poverty in my life. 
So uh, my living days, whatever they are, whether it's uh, 10, uh, 5, 2, or 1, I, I just want to continue to give back, know that uh, not to let my ego get in the way, and know that this is not permanent. permanent. And I don't know what's after. I don't know what's in this afterlife. And I really am not predisposed with that at all. What I care about is what I can do now, today. So that's my piece. Thank you, Bill, so much. It's really good to have you here in this community with us. Well, thank you. I, I think I will share something. Uh, hello, Juan. Hi, hello. Thank you for uh, having this. Uh, so I, I left my job about a year ago to do something that was important for me. Uh, and this practice has helped me because uh, uh, I have doubts, I would suppose, about whether the decision was right. Not a lot of doubt, but some doubt. Uh, and this has helped me because it's made the decision obvious. It's made many things obvious uh, and I feel better about the decision. So thank you. Mm. Thank you. Wow. I, I, I don't want to say much at this moment because I, I want to, but I just thank you so much, both of you for sharing. I mean, I think, um, I mean, one reason why I do these Tuesday nights is not because I feel like I have a lot of wisdom to impart, but just because I think it's nice to practice with people. <laughs> and, um, and sometimes I feel like I have to like say things to like make it seem like it's a thing. <laughs> But actually, like, what I wanted to do tonight was just to share this experience with you all. And it's already been a gift. So thank you. Yeah. Bernie. Hi, Stacy. Hi. This was very powerful for me because um, I was my mother's caregiver for wealthy many years, but particularly for three years and then six months. And it got more and more intense. And um, she was ended up in a hospital bed in our living room. And she died two years ago. And it, I swear it feels like it was just yesterday. And I keep wondering when I will stop grieving and I just don't. And I, I get very depressed sometimes and think that I should go with her, but, but I have a wonderful husband and I won't leave him. But I, it's very hard to be a caregiver. You get burnt, burned out and, and it, it devastates you when they finally die. On one hand, you're relieved because of the all the work and the, the effort and the emotion but on the other hand you are devastated so thank you to, that was you know that was just really powerful tonight thank you very much
Thank you, Stacey. So I don't have anything as moving to share myself um, about just in the spirit of sharing. Um, um, I um, yes, I was, do. <laughs> hi, Mary. <laughs> um, hi. So. Um, Why are you crying? Why are you so sad? I must have. Sorry, I missed that. I'm actually not. I'm not. Sad may not be the word. I actually feel full of gratitude and 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 yeah, it's I'm I'm grateful right now. Um but um <laughs> so um anyway uh yeah yeah I moved to tears. That's right, Laura. Um it's funny, like when, you know, those questions that Halifax asks us to consider, like, what would you do? What do you, you know, what do you need to change? Or, and it's funny, it's like, I actually, um, I don't think you need, I don't, I don't imagine changing um, anything. I imagine like um, doing what I'm doing, but doing it with a more open heart than what I can do it's and I I felt like just this kind of rawness in the heart that was I think this holding back you know this slight holding back of like not fully giving myself to the life that I know I'm lucky to have um, um and and I think the reason I'm so grateful now is because I think actually it it when Bill and Juan um, and then Stacy spoke, it's like it, it it gave me what my heart was asking for, which is this kind of opening. It it um, you know, that's the only thing that I wanted that I didn't have, you know, is I don't want a different life. I don't want different people in my life. I feel very lucky, but I just want to live, I want to give be able to like give myself more fully to this life, not not hold back. And it's so funny that. Like, what is that holding back? You know, of course, there's so many things, but it's just what what prevents us from fully. Um, daily life is building the life, you know, uh, walking around, teaching, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, without focusing on yourself. It's crazy to see you get older. <laughs> yeah. You get to Nirvana. <laughs> I think you have your ordinary of, you know, you know, being happy. I'm happy. I'm content. I'm with a friend who's 
10 years older than me. And I don't know, somehow or other we discovered, you know, how to be intense your own life. And finally realized it. And I think that you're doing something so wonderful for all the young Williamstown college students. I wish I knew then what I know now. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a lifetime of living. Mm. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Mary. Anyway. <laughs> and thank you again to yeah, everyone who's already shared. Mary, just for the sake of background noise, I'm going to mute your phone. Hold on. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Did we lose you, Ben? What's that? Oh, there, there you are. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll say one other thing. I, before COVID, I, I was listening to uh, this guy on the radio, listening to a lecture on a podcast. And um, he said that there's seven, almost 7 billion people on the planet Earth. And if you think about it, that's a lot of, a lot of folks. And um, he also said that uh, nearly a million of them will die every day, uh, you know, generally speaking. And he says, so the first thing I do when I put my feet on the ground is I look up and I smile and say, thank God I'm alive for another day. And he's uh, uh, tuned his iWatch to where it buzzes every hour just to remind him that he's still alive and he's still conscious and that he's 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 alive for another day, and he's not one of the million that passed. Mm -hmm. And um, that, that that something so simplistic is has mm -hmm. brought a lot of joy to me every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but I think like just there's this ancient Buddhist versions of this kind of practice, right? Contemplating our impermanence, right? Um, and I think the idea was traditionally to provoke us to see like all of this is going, right? <laughs> you know? Um, and so don't be attached to anything, you know? 
for me, actually, it doesn't really work that way. It, um, it, 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 it makes me realize actually how deeply attached I am to those I love, my family in particular, when I think about especially who's around me. Um, and I think practice in some ways, um, you know, becomes about how can I give myself more fully to them, the people I love, rather than about transcending, you know, this, this world of do. You know? um, and um, so I don't know if I'm a bad Buddhist or if that's maybe, <laughs> but that's just like, what it, that's, that's just, I'm just sharing like the experience of this. It's, it's, it's just, um, it makes me more firm in my attachments, um, more committed. Um, and uh, into being loving and um, yeah. Hey, Bernie. Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Um, I'm just chiming in because I want to share and say that I don't think it's, well, that's the point of saying why you're not a bad Buddhist. No. And so, <laughs> And, and this is connected to a share, so it's not just me saying that, like throwing that out there, but as you're going through the prompts and sort of like you're like much older, 40, you know, the time, even from the first prompt, I think I, I like, I thought to myself, like, I hope that I was surrounded by people or I knew people that I had touched deeply and that I had, who I gazed with love and and were able to receive that love that I had been able to nourish many people. I think that's that was something that came to mind when I thought about when I'm, you know, if, if I am much older and I'm on my deathbed. And then I was 40 and when I'm, you know, so I'm 31 and I'm like, if I was 41, 10 years later, I was like, okay, much less time. Um, but hopefully also by 41, I have also had like, you know, younger siblings, you know, just on the path or just friends that I was able to look and treat with, with love. And they felt that love and felt nourished by that love. I was like, okay, 41. Um, it was five years. I was like, okay, even less time, less people I'm going to meet, but okay. Um, and then it turned to one year and I was like, okay, like forget about friends and make friends. And <laughs> but, but the thing is like the circle in which I hope to give able to look up the people with eyes of love just got smaller and smaller in terms of um just out of necessity or reality and when it got to when it got to one year i started thinking about letters of reconciliation with like exes or people i've had misunderstandings with people like friends that i have fallen and i said and i was like let me if i know this to be true that i'm going to die in a year then it's really imperative for me to like at least let them know that there's nothing ill will left. And then when you got to one day or like one week or one night, it quickly ramped up to just doing hardcore loving, loving kindness meditations. <laughs> I was like, this is the last. And, and of course, like around one week was like, oh, the most important thing for me is just like be home. Like I'm just, I'm just gonna be home just every day and just be really present for my family. And the the last prompt was the most killer for me because I was like, if I'm already on my bed and the next morning I won't be alive, like the day has passed and all I have left is my ability to just send out love in however way I can. And then 
and, and pray that my family isn't, um, that they can get through this um, in however way they can. And so the reason I share this is that I, I don't think it's so much like le- bad Buddha is so attached, but you're so overflowing with love and the people that you want to take care of that they have, it seems like they are a priority out of, um, um, out of a heart that wants to give and keep giving um, and keeping taking care of embracing. So at least that's how I heard it. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Audrey. I used to do this meditation with my college students um, as, as in part of one of my classes, but I've actually, it causes them so much anxiety. <laughs> I, I've actually stopped doing it. <laughs> um, I figure it's like a little bit much, you know, and, and um, so it's nice, really nice to be able to do it with you guys. This is like an incredible experience. Yeah. It's just, just what I needed. Yeah. If no one else would like to share, but please do if you want to. I thought maybe we could just sit for a few minutes as a way to, to close out the evening. But, but if you would like to, if you're just holding back and would like to say something, please do. I'd like to say, Bernie, it's okay. Hello? Yeah, hi. May Linda Destiny carry you um, so that you may dance with the story. An Irish expression. We honor St. Patty's Day on Thursday. Um, my parents were born in Ireland. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Oh, Jean. I think you, I think you, we just had daylight savings. So I think you're, think you're signing out the beginning, but you're at the very end. You're in Arizona, right? So I just want to say, I'm sorry you've missed tonight, uh, but um, that's a bummer. It's good to see you. <laughs> um, oh, I'm so sorry. I feel that's right. We don't have it in Arizona. Yeah, no, and we shouldn't have it here either, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, I'll do the recording. So sorry, everyone. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's just good to see you. So, um, oh, God, how silly. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, Jenna, you're so right. Thank you to Bill and everyone. Yeah. Okay. So, um, how about we just sit for like two minutes and then we say good night? Okay. All right. Just. Hmm.
Okay, everyone. I know I'm an old record, but thank you all. It's so good to see you all here. I'm so grateful for this community. And can thank I you, just Bernie. thank you, Bernie? I'm so sorry I missed it. Um, is the re 